Welcome everybody to another episode of Dip Society. Fill them. It is your boy Mo Crosby from Earth Two. Of course, I'm here with Kyle. Kyle X Y. Hey, what's good? Yeah, KB. Dot room. And of course, I'm here with Aunt. Hey, that was so basic. Was, you know, well, honestly, I don't think anybody can beat what Kyle just did. So I'm right, gonna go, go, play. go play. How you gonna How you gonna put me on after the main show? That's right. <laughs> hey guys, don't, don't leave your seat. Oh man. Oh yes. So we have a very interesting character for you guys today. Final Fantasy. It's 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 none other than Final Fantasy's uh very own Sephiroth. Um Kyle, original Kyle. emo, leather clad, you know, that <laughs> you see in every anime character the girls just love, and you're like, what is that the main hero? This is the person that started that off. And he came, yeah. and you knew he was badass because he came with his own theme music, and he was showing other games. You'd be like, "Oh fuck, this nigga again!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, and, and and he has a sword. So I mean, he's super cool. But um, uh, Sephiroth, Sephiroth, obviously, uh, as Anthony said, badass from back in the day, Final Fantasy VII from 90, 97. That was his first appearance, and that's crazy. Yeah. He's still very much in and you know ingrained into pop culture today. Like a lot of like Anthony was saying, a lot of characters may may or may not quote unquote be based off him or some form of him. You know, like and and it's it's very it's very interesting his uh his uh um his his origin because I think it's it's that's the funniest thing about him, right? Is this origin where mm-hmm. he was injected with cells from an extraterrestrial life form, right? And but he's human. Yeah. And that's what well, go ahead. Well, uh there's interesting about that because they said his mother, his mother isn't actually altogether human, right? His actual mother, not Genova, but the actual mother of him. Oh, isn't wow. actually she's like a citra or something like that. A citra. Oh wow, that's interesting. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken. Because uh, his father is uh, was Hojo, was uh, one of the doctors, right? Or whatever, yeah, right. And so, it's it's just is like I said, that was very interesting to point out to note about Sephiroth and his uh, his basic origin is just who he was and you know all the things that he is. But what makes Sephiroth so interesting? What makes him such a interesting villain for us to talk about? I you guys don't have to go at once, you know, but. Please. Uh, well, I mean, he's one of my favorite villains of all time. So. <laughs> I just love how Kyle's just very easy with his answer. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I can never like. To me, it's weird because if you look at it from another perspective, he's the hero. As as weird as it sounds, like all right. So, base form, you think, oh, Sephiroth's whole idea is to destroy the world and return the world back to the promised land. He burnt down a village, my guy. He burnt down a yeah, Whoa, hang on. Time out. Okay. Because you can't chill, cheer for Killmonger and not cheer for Sephiroth. Relax. Well, who said I ever yeah. cheer for Killmonger, though? 
I Shut up, you did. You did. Don't be lying on this. Don't be lying to the people. Only because you lied to uh, T'Challa. Like, T'Challa was <laughs> yeah. like, no, look, look. <laughs> So, Pete Gang. So, Sephiroth finds out late in life. Like, he's like in his late 20s, early 30s, I think. Mm. Um, so, around that time frame. He's fought in several wars for uh for the Shenra company. Shenra is like the uh this major company that that uh takes life or takes basically what we would call crude oil in our in our world, but on this earth is called Mako or Mako. Mm-hmm. Um, so they take they take that and they use it to power their cities and their weapons and everything else like that. So Sephiroth for years fought in their army, fought in their wars, all that good stuff and. His whole life, he's been he's been noble and and fighting for this one cause. And just so happened one day, he questions a lot of things about his life and his background and his history. And he starts reading. And once he dives into uh, inside, dives into his past, he realizes, oh God, this isn't who I am. I was like, I've been I, this is wrong. Like, no, I'm I'm from a royal a royal lineage. Like, I'm one of the first people of this planet, and I've been fed BS all this all this time, and I've been fighting their wars. This is garbage, and he goes nuts. Like he finds out the truth. Like he has, he becomes woke, and he decides to just wreck havoc. <laughs> That's what I say. So if you look at it from a different lens, he's not all the way together the villain. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's the villain. But the thing about because, it, because do you lied about his life? Go for because it. <laughs> because if you look at it through a different lens, Thanos wasn't a villain, but he killed fifty percent of the population. You but see how that works? Fifty percent, though. <laughs> <laughs> I call that mercy. <laughs> he spared fifty percent. Are you serious? <laughs> okay. All right, Anthony. <laughs> 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 Anthony, what do you what is what is your answer to that? What is your answer to that question? Like what makes him such an interesting like character or interesting villain or non-villain or anti-hero for some people? Where did Anthony go. No, he was he's not an anti-hero. By by all means, I'm I'm being jovial, but Sephiroth is definitely not an anti-hero. Oh, okay, good. I'm just checking. But where, but where Anthony go? I, I think Anthony got snapped away. Oh wow! Well, there, there goes our fifty percent of, uh, of the conversation. I, I, I think we got reverse reverse Thanos, and we right. did uh, half. He did one third. Right, right, right. <laughs> and okay, so I think one of my favorite like um, Sephiroth uh, uh, incarnations, or one of my favorites of uh, parts of seeing him, was uh, Advent Children. Did you did you see Advent Children? Yes, I've seen about a billion. I've seen both versions. I like the Japanese version the most, just because you, of certain things that were translated. But yes, right, right. But you know what's funny about Advent Children, right? When I go back and I look at it and I think about it, you might be right. You might have a point. Hold on, in the fact that he's not. I mean, he's doing what he's doing. He has his motivations for doing what he's doing. Right, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily like it, it's evil because of what he intends to do. But if we look at it, we break down, you know, we break down all of it based on his life and based on what he's been through and based on what has happened to him. 
you're right. And Advent Children shows you a little bit of that, where it's like it's not 100% evil. You can't 100% call it bad. But oh, Anthony's God damn! All right. <laughs> um, sorry, <laughs> I can hear y'all. Let me try to reload. Um, so what makes Sephiroth? He got snapback. Yeah. <laughs> what makes uh, Sephiroth interesting character? So uh, I played the hell out of Final Fantasy VII. Of course um, you did. Once, um, once uh, a commercial came on Toonami, like I didn't even own the game system. But I I, I I scrimped and saved and did some stuff to get <laughs> get uh, to get a PlayStation, and then I, I you know Sephiroth was probably the first game rival that I can remember besides maybe Gary Oak. So it was that that rivalry thing. But he was a he was a hero with um, like class, you know, like he wasn't he didn't uh-huh. he was bloodthirsty to the point of just you know he could have murdered you at any point, murdered your team, murdered because every time he showed up in the first half of the game. He pretty much just murked y'all, you know? Yeah, one swipe. One swipe, it was it. It was something simplistic. Um, you know, it was before uh, there were so many buckles for no reason on all a bunch of anime characters and things like that. And he was just kind of the original. Like, And you saw versions of him past that from in lots of different games and a lot of different things, um, a lot of different genres. Uh, but it was just something about his story. He was a class, even without having a voice i just heard this classic zex marquis like narrative coming out of his uh out of his mouth when he's talking to you and lecturing you about what's really going on and what his plan is yeah. and his mother and stuff so it was just really and it was satisfying but sad even after you defeat him you know what i mean like it was a sad bittersweet type of thing like you know he ain't wrong like we've been kind of fucking this planet up like you know right um but to the point when I was playing uh, Kingdom Hearts, the first Kingdom Hearts game, and you're doing the arena, and all of a sudden you get to a special match, and it's like, oh, oh, oh. he's like, what the fuck? No, no, no. And he stops you because before it's turn based, you never really felt the power of Sephiroth until you get to Kingdom Hearts, and he stalks you throughout the arena and just swipes you with that sword or blows up half the map, and you're like, oh, oh. this is what I was going through in Cloud? Like, I didn't get the full presence of Sephiroth. When someone has an operatic yeah. song. So that's why he was a cool villain to me. All right. That's fantastic. So <clears throat> I was uh I was telling Kyle when you left, um, we're talking about Avon Children and how like I can actually see like that's one of the um places where you can actually see the you can actually see it, you know, where it's like you kind of almost almost feel bad for him. He's terrible, mind you. He's fucking terrible. But you can kind of see it. You can kind of see, like, okay, there's there's things at work. There's things at motion. And and I think Advent Children was, like, uh, a couple of years after Final Fantasy VII, right? Right. It was a while yeah, after uh, Final, Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII, wasn't it? Like, Yeah. Uh, Advent Children came out, like, 2002, I think. 2002 or 2003. Like, uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII came out in, like, 96, 97. No, I'm saying, like, in terms of, oh, in terms of the timeline of the Actual okay, okay. Well, I don't know how many years passed between Avid Children and original Final Fantasy VII. I know it was some time that passed, but I'm not sure how much time. All right, well, but sort of some time passed. But so, in in this, you can see again, like I'm saying, I'm watching a movie, I love the Final, you know, I even saw, I believe I even saw the Final Fantasy movie, I forget what the name of it. Oh, Spirit Within, the Spirit Within, yes, that one was kind of garbage, but whatever. Uh, I didn't like that movie. 
I don't blame so, you. So Final Fantasy VII to the West was what Gundam Wing was to the West. If you okay. look at... Huh? Go ahead. I was agreeing with you. Oh, yeah. yeah so when, when, when Americans first, because some of us had played some of the Final Fantasy games that came up before, most, of, most people might have played two. Um, I don't think three, three or four came out here. Uh, but Final Fantasy VII was like a cultural phenomenon. You know what I mean? People who didn't know video mm-hmm. games. I, I remember a person in a class for a presentation showed the showed some graphics from Final Fantasy VII and eight, and the people and people in the class were just wild. So like people who didn't even care about video games knew about this saga. And if you based your opinion or your expectations on Final Fantasy games on Final Fantasy VII, nothing else really held up for a very long time. And then you have this movie that says Final Fantasy VII, and it has nothing to do with anything you saw. I mean, any, uh, anything you saw in the game. Uh, it, it, because Final Fantasy games can change drastically between iterations. So yeah. uh, it was going to be a disappointment. Like, you could pretty much name that anything else. And like it, it brought nothing Final Fantasy to the thing. Now, uh, to kind of aspect... I don't think anybody we haven't seen anything like that before, but the story really wasn't there, and it it, it didn't really feed fans or the mainstream that didn't care about a Final Fantasy name. Yeah. All right, and so in 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 Advent Children, you know they they're trying to uh, resurrect Sephiroth, right? <clears throat> and aren't they clones of him? Like, aren't there like? Aren't there like four, cl- three clones of Sephiroth or something? Yeah, there are already clones of him that exist, but I think um, there's some organization trying to uh, resurrect them and all that good stuff. But again, with with uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, I I liked it and I liked his story in it, and and so I wanted to ask you guys, like, what did you think of Advent Children? What do you think of his story in Advent Children? Like, did it enhance or did it change anything? Based on him, or the character, if it's you guys, it. I'm gonna let Ant go first because I know I've been talking a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not used to that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a first. I'm usually really okay. Um, so Advent Children came out. I was hungry for it like anybody else. Uh, that liked those games or, or liked the the game. Um, I know a couple of girls I knew were really into it because they love Sephiroth. <laughs> um, the game, it was, again, you were seeing these characters that you played, that you had your own voices for, and you knew how they interacted, and you saw them in a more realistic, um, you know, better rendered graphic light. So I liked it for the spectacle. Um, but as far as story, it really didn't add anything to me. It was more like just seeing these characters use their moves um, with better graphics, you know? Huh. And then okay. Sephiroth showed up at the end pretty much to give you a final another, another another fight between him Cloud. and Cloud. Right. Uh, but again, you still, they got that, 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 that classic Sephiroth just kind of like, eh, I mean, the, the, the winner of this battle wasn't ever a point to me. Like, it wasn't ever, you know, this is even, and you got the feeling this is even a body that you're fighting. You're really just fighting yourself. So until the next lesson, yeah. I'm going to go back into the Mako stream. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> kind of thing. Which I like. He, you, They really didn't, I, I feel like in some way Sephiroth got what he wanted. You know what I mean? Like, what he needed. Maybe not what he wanted. 
All right, what do you mean by that before I jump in? What do you mean by that? Well, I think that Sephiroth had been lied to about who he was and what he was. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to be he wanted to be about something bigger and more important. And in my mind, he's just he's fused with the earth. He's fused with the earth spirit. And I think he's gonna ever he's gonna always be there subtly influencing what happens to that planet. Okay, and good. and part of that's gonna be through cloud, I think. In my mind, in my meta, in my head. Yeah. So what's interesting about what, what you said, you kind of was going in the direction where I was going, because the Sephiroth's last words to Cloud was, I will never be a memory. You know, um, I will never be just a memory. And with him, his day of awakening, you know, when he turned up and, dest- and destroyed uh, Nebelheim, that was just, like he learned who he was. You know what I mean? Like he learned that he's been lied to. His whole past was like basically figmented. His history and who who his people were was uh, this group of people, and you know he never knew that. You know he's researching his history, and it turned into rage and anger, um, which turned around once this whole thing happened at the end of uh, the end of Final Fantasy VII. What wound up happening in Final Fantasy uh, Avid Children? He kind of became like a religious figure to, uh, to the three people who was trying to resurrect him. Um, so to a degree. Even though uh, Shimmer tried to cover up his death, right? Uh, like well, when you come to the beginning of Final Fantasy VII, you learn it's been five years since the event uh, of Nebelheim, where Sephiroth burned up the village or whatever like that. Um, now it's like there's an ability that people can get information on the truth. Like you see the three guys who tried to summon him back, and Cloud knows, hey, look, there is some things funky that happened. You know what I mean? Like. Um, Sephiroth isn't going to be a memory, but it kind of sucks when you think about it because it's like, well, if he's the last of that race, he's the person that knew the truth. Cloud knows the truth. How many other people actually know the truth of who Sephiroth was and what technically Shimra did to the um, to the people? You get what I'm saying? Or right. what happened to the whole race of people? It, it, like, it, it's weird because like, I'm not trying to say he's the hero because he's definitely not the hero, but in all actuality, it's like, dude, you got dick. And the, like, so which brings me to my point where, where I was talking about earlier about Killmonger. I feel like Sephiroth kind of got the treatment that black people in America got, which mm-hmm. is we're giving you this history, we're giving you this ideology and this belief. And yes, if you fight in our military, which Sephiroth fought in the military, oh, uh, the soldier. Yeah, he was soldier. He was soldier. He was a soldier first class. He was the highest ranking soldier. You get what I'm saying? Like, so it gets weird when you think about it. So, uh, yeah, you could fight our war. You could fight our battle. You, you, you're going to believe in. We want you to believe in th- this cause and everything. And yes, you're fighting for this cause. But the second you become uh, become awake and you stand up and you be like, "Hey, wait a minute. What about this? Because these things don't add up." You know, you have your your awakening. Then, like, what happened with the situation of Sephiroth? They'll wipe the whole thing out and scrub the whole thing dry, just to keep the just to keep the uh, the lie going. And that's what really happened with Sephiroth, which sucks. Hmm. Okay, that's actually really good. So, so, so it brings us, you know, to like a point where we always try to discuss further past their origin. And I'm gonna ask this question right now, like, so. At what point, right, could 
could Sephiroth have been like changed? Like at what point did like at what point before he went full god and full villain? Like could you have said, yo, like you know, th- there's a chance of saving this dude of not you know before he has to get to full villain. At what point do you think that that could have happened? Ooh, um, so this 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 is what I would say. I can't, I can't pinpoint a point, but I think that Sephiroth. Again, if we're going to go to Black America, Killmonger, things like that, there's a point where we can get trapped in our trauma, right? <laughs> when we get we, we get an awakening, we understand that our, our power, we understand the power that is only based on our power that we give. Um, but like Killmonger, like Sephiroth, they were trapped in the, in the trauma of the lie and the trauma of the abuse. And because he never, while he was awakened to the truth, he never tried to move past that trauma. You know what I mean? Like he was still searching mm-hmm. for the the holes in that, and I think that was his ultimate demise. Uh, yeah, undoing in a way. Yeah, from what loss? Him loss. Kai, I don't know when you could have saved Sephiroth. Like uh, from the time that he learned who he was, because like I feel like when you learn the truth, right? When you have your moment of awakeness awakening or like uh that, that that point in time where you realize okay certain things that have been taught to me was a lie like I, I grew up in the church I grew up around images of white Jesus all day mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and you know when you start reading and knowing certain things about like okay well how could a, a white man or a, a white quote-unquote Jew with blue eyes hide in Egypt you know what I mean? While a king is over here slaughtering slaughtering babies, you know what I mean? How could that? So you know, you, you start to you, you start that question. So it's like you, I think you turn into you, you hit different places, right? So either you're in denial, right? Which actually the game did do a good job because at first Sephiroth was in denial when he was in that library. Um, so there's a chance of denial. There's a chance of anger, right? Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out different figures to point out, right? Um, I feel like Sephiroth went somewhere between Malcolm X and Marcus Garvey um, oh. in a weird way. But instead of wanting to take other people to the promised land, he just wanted to wipe the whole earth be out of anger. So I, actually, I can't even say Malcolm X because Malcolm X's whole plan wasn't to wipe the whole earth of white people. I'm trying to think who... You, the, you know the cop that shot up the, the, uh, the crooked cops in, in, um, in um, California? The black cop? And he was trying to expose the racism. Yeah, I that's feel like a better that, analogy. Yeah, that that's more along the lines of who Sephiroth turned into. It's like, dude, I fought your wars. I've done everything possible for you, but at the end of the day, that's you guys have lied. To, you know what I mean? Like you guys haven't done anything for me. Like you guys have hidden the truth from me. You guys haven't allowed me to be my own person of identity. You know what I mean? Like you strip my identity just for me to fall underneath your your image. You know well, what I mean, I think there's a point when you can take on being the monster they wanted you to be, and I think that instead of because when that cop went wrong, like he killed one of the cops' daughters, I think, right? Yeah, right. And, Which is wrong? Right. I'm not. I'm not. Not saying that that's right. No, I know, I, but I get what you're saying. Like he got pushed to a point. Where I think Dave Chappelle talked about him too, where he thought he was fighting a war, and mm-hmm. he did what he was taught. So just like so, Sephiroth and and those who opposed him, what he was taught, Killmonger did to to Wakanda 
and the people and the and his allies and anybody and he got his way because that's how he was trained to fight a war, right? That's how he was yeah. trained to to deal with the enemy. And again, you can't lie, abuse, manipulate somebody and then be surprised when when that backfires and they do behaviors that you don't want or you don't agree with. So you can say, I don't agree with you doing this, but I understand that you were pushed to a point that the responsibility doesn't fall squarely on you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Exactly. Hmm. All right. All right. All right. So um kind of wanted to talk about one more thing. His appearance in Kingdom Hearts. Uh what do you guys how do you guys did you guys play Kingdom Hearts? Do you would you think anything about it? If not, we can move forward, we can move past it. I know Ant played it, I didn't. So Ant, you got this one. I <laughs> cursed his name. <laughs> so if you don't know what I'm talking about, there is when you when you play Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts is a Squaresoft Enix uh Disney hybrid game. So you have Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters in all these mixed worlds while you go to while you also go to Disney World. So you go to uh Alice in Wonderland's world and you go to, you know, um you know, Aladdin's world and things like that. So when you go to Hercules world, Hercules world is pretty much uh, where you you fight. You, Hercules trains you to be a hero because you pick up skills from different Disney characters or, or, or Final Fantasy characters. And there's a bunch of Sephiroth clones as bad guys. I call them Sephiroth clones. So they're all like have white hair, carrying weapons. They're all pretty boys. So they all look like Sephiroth, but they, have, they not, don't have any connection to them. But when you, when you advance through the levels in the tournament in the Coliseum on Hercules' world, you keep coming back when you get stronger, you're stronger. Um, when you finally beat, I think, the Titans, after you beat the Titans, it unlocks a special match. And you walk in there thinking you know some stuff, right? And and all of a sudden, the opera music starts. And it's like, Sephiroth! And it, just look it up on YouTube. Just look it up on YouTube. He will. <laughs> the first time you fight him, he kills you in two hits. Like because Kingdom Hearts is not a turn-based game, it's um, uh, what would you call like uh, Ocarina of Time and stuff like that. Um, uh, it's like a third-person action action game, so you can dodge him if you're fast enough, and you you can. But because he doesn't really he doesn't really try to beat you, he just stalks the world and he'll blow up half the match with magic signal. I mean, like magic sign runes will appear on the ground or the sky to blow up the map, or that long-ass sword will swipe. And and just just kill you. And now, if you beat the game and you get higher and some of the stuff, you can beat him. He's not un- he's not unbeatable because you also fight Cloud and oh crap. Squall. Like, you, but they're like in other matches too. But because like well, you know they're, they're yeah they're in that brainwash. But you can fight them other times um, when you meet them. If you beat them, that's great. But they might beat you, and you, the story still moves on. But um. When Sephiroth comes up, he just stalks you and beats you. And even after you after you come back, after you beat the game, and you level up insane levels and get the best stuff and you go and fight him, uh, he pretty much goes, oh, you did a good job. All right, see you next time. And so he's not like beating, beating. He just, he just leaves the match kind of thing. So he's very annoying. And but it was very fun to fight because you never thought you'd get to fight Sephiroth, you know? Yeah, it's just a it's a cool little thing in the game. All right, all right, that's what's up. So I just wanted to know what you know, like what his his experience of playing against Sephiroth 
in Kingdom Hearts was. Um, I'm still is, mad about Eris, so you know. <laughs> Yo, when I say that was the most heartbreaking thing for me as a kid, oh my god! Like I didn't see it coming from a mile away. Like I'm just like, cause I remember like Cloud was about to axe her or whatever with the sword. I'm like, no, Cloud, don't do it. And like he didn't do it, and all of a sudden, cut screen, and this guy's ascending from the heavens. And in seven seconds, I said seven seconds for a very specific reason. He, uh, <laughs> if you played uh, the new Final Fantasy game, you know why I said that. Um, he just stabs her right through the heart, and it was just like horrible. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, can we Phoenix down? Why can't we Phoenix down, Era?" <laughs> right. You know what's worse about that is that if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but in the original game. Uh, something happens where Cloud almost kills her, and every time you press a button, he goes closer to That's her. That's what I'm talking about. And, and, and I'm like, I remember, I remember as a kid, I'm like, all right, I, I might, I must be able to think of it, because I had no guides or anything like that. Like, what is one place we had to get a code? I literally wrote out every possible combination of a code. I had, like, pages and pages. <laughs> like, I was trying to figure out the Da Vinci code of how to figure out these codes. So I'm sitting there like, mm. I'm just sitting here trying to, and finally I go through it, and I was like, oh, okay, this is what happened. All of a sudden, nope, Sephiroth comes and stabs her in the heart. And uh, my reality broke. (laughs) (laughs) And Well, the game dick with me at one point, because, you know, there's a part where you go back to Midgar, and when you go back there, it's a part when you walk in the church, and she's right there, like, oh my god, she's dead, she disappears. Yeah. Yeah. That messed with me real bad, and I'm like, dude, I was... I think I was in like eighth or ninth grade at the time, and I was like, "Dude, that's horrible!" <laughs> I was right? like, this is so cruel. Uh, and, and because you felt like you, like, I can't speak case for you, but I felt invested in that game. I felt invested I in that character. And you know, when you play role playing games, you can change the names of the characters to your friends. You could, you can do a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, when a party member that you spent time leveling up, equipping. Uh, going through these these hours and hours of, of I, I want to say Final Fantasy VII was a hundred plus hours if you want it right. It had to be at least. Yeah. So you spent hours with this with these with this group and these personalities and these well written characters, and so to lose one of them and not be able to do anything in that way, like you were powerless to stop. <laughs> like you were powerless to stop this. It was a very good way to motivate you to the, to get to that next level of I will not next time I see I'm gonna beat your ass. Like yeah, oh, the man. era at that time to me was the best written character at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because she was funny, like to me, Aerith is to me what uh, Aunt Elsa is. It Elsa Anna from Frozen, the uh, the one with the red hair. Oh yeah, red. yeah. She was supportive. She was wifey. Yeah, she was wifey. She was wifey or whatever you say that. Like yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she was like that character, but for my generation, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, so you killed Anna, like, <laughs> and like, it's weird because playing um the final while she was praying, like, her hands were like a praying pose. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't threatening anything. It was like it was like you they it was uh, execution. Like my my what fifteen fifteen year old fourteen year old mind just saw a person get executed. But she was so that so he's a villain, like. I don't get it. Well, what's more interesting about that is you go on <laughs> no, I love it. I <laughs> That's love what I'm it. saying. It's, it's weird when you look at so it's like 
like I said, you could go base form and say, okay, he's a villain. But once you learn, Aerith was an ancient, right? So there was two races. There was the ancients mm-hmm. and there was the citrus. Citrus, or however you pronounce it. Um, Sephiroth lineage is from the citrus. So they were two polar opposite original beings, or whatever. I guess you could say like uh, the Zulus and I, I'm trying to figure out who else I, I think you can compare it to. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like it, it was two polar people that was the first people or whatever. And so in Sephiroth's mind, it was like the promised land. Okay, the Israelites, uh, the, the Hebrews and the, um, and the Philistines. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So in Sephiroth's mind, and, he, and they, they, make it, they make mention of it several times in the game, Sephiroth definitely is trying to achieve the promised land that was promised to his people. But what's weird is Arab's people was also promised the promised land. And at one point in time, Shimra is also trying to get to the promised land, but they're trying to get to it to harness the energy to build a new a new city that will run completely off the energy from the promised land. Can't have that. And you bad power around with cloud too. Can't have that. So yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, he's a villain and in every sense of the word. But it wasn't malicious. It was yeah. It was it's like in his mind, it makes clear sense. <laughs> it was efficient. It was efficient to get the the Glurdo greater goal. He wasn't like no. He had to wait and do it right in front of Cloud's face. <laughs> and it was cold too. And like Cloud's crying, he was like, "You have no reason to cry." <laughs> like he's questioning oh, yeah. why why Cloud is mourning. Kyle, I was so pissed. I was like, "Cloud, oh Cloud, get up and beat his ass." Cloud, get up and beat his ass. Cloud, get up, get up and beat his ass. Like I, I think I was raging. I was raging at that. And this guy's like. And like, mind you, he's posing. Right. Like, he's posing. And you gonna lecture me? You gonna lecture me? Oh, oh! I was so angry. Wow, you I guys so have angry. <laughs> the balls of that guy, yo. The you balls. guys have issues. <laughs> Seriously. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you two games during that era that were really, really emotional for me. It was Final Fantasy VII. And it was Zelda Ocarina of Time. I took those oh games. Oh my god! To heart, to heart. You know what? You didn't have to talk about that one. So let's keep it moving. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to go there. <laughs> Yo, oh shit! You know what? Yeah. No, 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 no. Focus. Um, so <laughs> it's obvious. It's the obvious. Scab is, the scab is off. It's, no, it's not. 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 Listen, listen, listen. So it's obvious that society did fail him. Like, I, well, to me, again. Oh yeah, go, society failed. So yeah. it's obvious that society failed him. But the, so I'm not going to ask the society fail him. I'm going to ask instead. Did Seth? Oh shoot! I had the question. It was so. It was so beast. It was, and you just had to ruin it by by mentioning Zelda. Thanks a lot. But. My oh, ruined your night you ruined. really ruined this. My <laughs> night ruined your night ruined. <laughs> Have you bringing up all the past? I'm Yo, trying to ruin my life. It's been years. You just, you just <laughs> messed my whole thing up. No, no, no. <clears throat> I had this question with so beast and everything, but no, no. It's obvious that society failed him, right? So, at what point? At what point do we say like, okay, well, society failed this dude, but so instead of saying like. So society created a villain then. 
that's that's the way we're looking at it. This is not a did society, you know, this is not oh man, could there have been a point? Like, but could there have been a point where society said, you know what, let's 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 change, let's not do this. Is there a way, is there a point where we, we could have, you know, as a society, as the society said, you know what, let's fix this? Because, yeah, society, oh, god, that's no, 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 so could society have fixed them? Yeah, well, it, it, it could have fixed him or it could have prevented uh, him. So it's funny because I'm playing the remake, right? So the remake isn't a piece-by-piece -piece remake of the um, original. I'm not spoiling it for anybody who hasn't played the remake yet. Right. But uh, the remake is interesting because as you're playing it and, you know, you see some of the, you hear some of the dialogue from the original game that they do cut and paste some of the original dialogue. Um you, you realize what Barrett's saying, and it's like, it doesn't click with you. Like, I played the original game, um, the original Final Fantasy's game, probably like 10, 12 times in my life. Um, and, like, it never really hit with me what Barrett was saying in, uh, like, the first mission, the first two missions or whatever, when you talk about the plans crying out. But basically, Barrett's, like, basically saying, like, dude, you guys are, like, you guys, like, uh, Barrett's part of this group called Avalanche, right? Avalanche. Is against the people trying to use the Mako power to power their weapons, power the city, stuff like that, because he believes it's killing the planet. But like Barrett's basically saying, like, dude, you guys created Avalanche. Like, there would be no need for me to be a uh, uh, eco terrorist, or there would be no need for eco terrorists in general to fight against you guys if you guys weren't sucking so much energy. Uh, same thing with uh, Sephiroth, right? There would be no need for Sephiroth or anybody who would have been a descendant. It just so happened he was the last known descendant of uh the Citra. Um there would have, if somebody like Hojo who was clearly his father, which makes things worse, and was the researcher and knew all the stuff about the Genova cells and the different projects and uh the promised land stuff like that, would have told him this. You get what I'm saying? Like like Hojo's like the head general scientist or whatever. Sephiroth's the, the top soldier. That it Sephiroth knew that was his father. You get what I'm saying? Like it's kind of weird. Like a lot of society, a society failed him, but also not just society, his own father failed him. Hmm. My take, and I agree with everything you said, by the way. I agree with everything you said. My take is that in Final Fantasy VII, that society failed everybody in that world. They yeah. just when they got to Sephiroth, they just failed the wrong one. Because he had the power to do something about it. <laughs> like, yo, oh my God, you just said a word, bro. You just said a word. And and then hey, and, 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 and look, that's the that's kind of the moral of the story. It just takes it just takes that one person to start that one that one plan or that one objective to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to rant, but you know, I was talking to somebody about uh and I'm all about, all right, so I'm going to say this. I'm all about peaceful solutions. I'm all about trying to talk things out. I'm all about, you know, find uh, a middle ground so that everybody can. But, you know, the, uh, the Atlantic slave trade didn't happen until Haiti revolted. And, they were, and other countries were like, well, we don't want that. You know, <laughs> civil rights mm -hmm. didn't get passed after a riot. You know, hey, people don't, some people don't care until stuff starts burning. So you can only go after people and oppress people and, and clinch that iron fist like tyrants find out all the time and so the wrong one just burns everything down <laughs> like this is what yeah. you wanted <laughs> so so uh, Sephiroth is the perp the perp perp uh the 
perfect solution to the equation society started. So yeah. so he is the endpoint to what they started in their equations. And they could have did better, but they decided not to. Yeah. Oh my God. You just oh my God. You're so right. Like look at Sid Highway. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like like every character on Final Fantasy VII society failed horribly. And like mm-hmm. Sid Highway is like the best case example. Like Dude was an astronaut, yo. Like, spent his whole life, had his whole crew and everything, was supposed to go to space. They canceled the launch or the launch failed or something like that. And he just left a rocket right there in the town. And the town is based around a failed mission. And Sid has nothing to do for the rest of his life but look at a failure of a mission that he had. Mm-hmm. His life's like, failure. His life's failure. And, yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> and give, give Sephiroth's power to any other the main character, the hero or the protagonist of that gives the first power to Barrett. I mean, <laughs> like, shit gonna get wrecked, right? Gives the first power to any of the characters, shit's gonna get wrecked. Um, yeah, because Barrett's like a mini Sephiroth if you think about it. I mean, he has yeah. enough, he has, a, he has, he has a limited power, so he doesn't go full, you know, fuck it all. And he also has an anchor and a daughter, like, he has an anchor and emotional tie in his daughter. Where Sephiroth doesn't have and that's that. that's not even really his daughter. Right. Um, Sephiroth is alone pining after quote-unquote mother. And, you know, so... You, and his robot is hiding in the bottom of the ocean. Right. You wrote the equation. And that's the solution. That's the answer that came up. That That's, that's what happened. And it's just many... because. How many people? How many people get? How many people get hurt in rebellions and terrorist acts? Because that's what Barrett is. That's what Barrett's group are. They terrorists like blown up factory workers. Like mm-hmm. Clark said, there's probably some maintenance guy in that building cleaning the floors who got blown up when you blew up that building. So, yeah, but he didn't have the power stuff for off dead or the training or you know all that stuff. So, I I think I think society got what they 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 harvested what they planted is what, what I would say. Hmm. All right then. Uh, so society definitely failed him. Society could have fixed him. Anything you guys want to add before we step off? Anthony did a total mic drop. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> I mean, if we go back to the beginning of this podcast, you came in hot. Anthony had to finish. Like he had to redeem himself from that intro. So. Like, <laughs> So I'm getting some theme music now. I'm the opera right. section. I'm the opera section. A long sword, a wig. <laughs> this dude just RKO like out of nowhere in the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So so let's go ahead and just end it right here because there's nothing else to say. Uh, <laughs> Hey, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for doing this one with me. This was fun. Uh, Anthony tried to reopen old wounds. Um, we're not going to go back there anyways. But no, thank you guys for really coming and taking it. Hey, no. What no. are we doing next? What are we doing next? What's the next What's the next character Ooh. we're doing for Society Failed Us? Are we doing Catcher? We're doing Catcher? We're bringing that She-Roy in this? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Kyle. Because I, I think Anthony was trying to, trying to set me up. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll do a catch 
Oh, we'll do catcher. Oh, we seriously doing it though? All jokes aside? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if we do catcher, I think we should bring Bree into this because she has a ton of shit to say about catcher. But uh, if I we Bree was going to be on here at first. If we don't bring Bree to catcher, we will. Uh, we will just do Anthony. What you, what were you going to suggest? I want Bree. I want Bree. Let's bring you to catcher. Catch okay, her. let's do catcher then. Let's do catcher. All right then. Thank you guys for for listening. We'll you, you see how much planet goes into this. You see how much planet goes into this. <laughs> <laughs> we literally do everything on the fly. But no, thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs>